here too she is just getting her coffee ready uh-huh well i'll believe that when i hear it well you can't hear us getting coffee ready brandy blink twice if you're still with us all right well we've got a lot to get into today so let's go ahead and get started we're gonna get started when we're going to go ahead and get started right now. Oh, now? Hmm. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Yeah, I know. So I always, we're only doing that for you. <laughs> so, uh, Graham, you want to start us off? Uh, yes. Here, here I go. I'm going. I'm going to do it. It's time. Tell me I feel, when. I feel like I'm watching someone jump off of a diving board for the first time. Anytime now, I've buddy. I've never done this come before, Scott. Don't make fun of me. Come on, champ. You got this. I, I, I know. I know. Just, just wait a few seconds. I'm scared. No, you're fine, Tiger. Come on in there. Uh, rawr! <laughs> okay, rawr! Not... Okay. This is going well. It is going so well. I'm so proud of us, Scott. We're doing a thing, and it's... it's... Success. Success. It's full of all of the success. You did that, Scott. I'm proud. Uh, I'll tell you what I'm not proud of. Uh, I'm in a different state in a different time zone, and I've woken up 48 times thinking that I'm going to miss this podcast. I miss you too, Scott. Wait, what? Yes. <laughs> all right. Yay, we're doing it. Uh, you were at a hunt last night? I am. I mean, I was. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Did you guys have a good night out there last night? It was such a good night. DCC was there, too, and there was a pretty big crowd. I'm very proud. And the food was good. There was even funnel cakes. <laughs> Man. Hell yeah. And there was so many people, and everybody did so fucking well. Like, I'm proud of Hellbillies. They have come through yet again, doing an amazing job. Hell yeah. So, uh, Grim was out, uh, of course, uh, her home haunt at Hellbilly Hollow in Vince, Alabama. Uh, and if you guys have not checked out that haunt, now's the time. Yes, come check us out. We want to have you. Not, we're not saying food-wise, but we want to have you there. Why did you put that disclaimer in there? I wouldn't eat them, Scott. Don't accuse me of such. I didn't accuse. I just got nervous. Okay, I believe you. And I, I guess, uh, so uh, uh, I, I got to catch part of your live. It was super loud where I was at, uh, but I got to catch part of it. And I really love that you're doing those and uh, showing a little of the behind the scenes and people getting to see a part of Hellbilly that people don't, that, that they wouldn't want to get to see. 
<laughs> Did you enjoy seeing the behind-the-scenes stupidity? Uh, we act very stupid before Haunt, and then we continue that for the rest of our lives. That's Ooh. stupidity. That is. I think it's a good plan. <laughs> it was fun. And Matt and Brandy were at the sanitarium last night? Yes, they were. And I will let them tell you about that as soon as possible. Okay. Yes. Well, I think uh, they're out there watching a squirrel right now jump around. Okay, well that's that's productive. Um, it is productive. Squirrel. Yes, you must 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 support all of the animals in your area, especially like these animals. They they're they're always supportive of us, and you know they leave us little treats and stuff out in the yard, and they're just really nice. Uh, I didn't get to see any animals last night, but I did get to see one of the haunts that I I enjoy uh, going out to when I get a chance to. Went out to uh, Netherworld in Atlanta last night. Ooh, I noticed you did a live, but I have not been able to watch it yet, and I've been excited to see that live. Uh, it was a very short live. Uh, we had a lot of lives last night, uh, yours, and then Matt and Brandy's, and then uh, I did a, a short one. And then, uh, Quite a great many of lives, and so I am excited to say so. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so it was <clears throat> my, my daughter's first time at Netherworld. <laughs> And, oh my uh, god! How uh, did she uh, like it? Uh, actually, it was their first time at any haunt. Oh my! I'm so happy to hear that, though. I'm glad you took them. Yeah. But as as is always with Netherworld, absolutely beautiful. Run through a nightmare, and then you're then you're out. <laughs> the uh, the only thing that. That that I didn't get to do last night was the uh, the House of Creeps Museum was under yeah. construction. Oh no, I'm sorry, not under construction. It was uh they were having a media event there last night, and we didn't get to to do that. But other than that, fantastic. Was uh, that what they used to have as the uh, the area outside of the thing that was sort of the gift shop, but now it's over where the escape rooms are. Um. The House of Creeps is the um, the museum. And that's over there, like, when you first, when you had to walk back to the little area, there's that yeah. side door. Yeah. I think we saw that when we were there, but we didn't get to go through that shit either. Oh, man. Uh, I, rooms, but uh, I love going through the museum because you can take all the pictures of all the good stuff and really good lighting. And... Um, we just didn't get to do it, but uh, we did get to see both haunts. Uh, the second haunt, uh, which was uh, is it like insect based, um, I wish I oh insect based. Oh, I love insect. Uh, it was it was there was I mean I don't know what the story is to that thing. Uh, I always feel like the secondary haunt is always just like here's the second haunt, um, and it was more like techno but there were I mean like techno infection or something um but there was a really cool uh prop I had never seen before and it's like a, a body covered in mushrooms I'm obsessed with mushrooms and I would love to see that holy shit oh! uh, I didn't there's see bugs and mushrooms in the same place yeah who would have thought I um, would have so, and then uh, the the main haunt also was uh, 
a lot of the stuff that I had seen before, but man, there's just so much stuff in that hunt. You're like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. No shit. It, Brain cannot process so much stuff. I think Netherworld is like nightmare acid drip. I think somebody went in there and said, hey, how many of these props can we literally stack on top of each other without everything crumbling to the ground? Hey, it fucking works. It works. I would almost prefer it to be broken up like Halloween Horror Nights into themed like five. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I, I say that, do not think I am disparaging Netherworld. It was absolutely amazing, as it always is. And definitely, if you've never been there, uh, one of our favorite museum haunts. Hell yes. So tell us, dear friend, about Insanitarium, because... Well, uh, how were how were crowds that night? And that wasn't, was that opening night for them? Uh, it wasn't, I think they opened the night before. No, I think they've been open a couple, couple weekends. Oh, uh, Okay. But um, the the crowds were, were good. We were we were way early. <clears throat> we we were we done we did everything within the first hour. So we got there like a little before seven. We had the speed pass, timed entry, and uh, that let us get in and out. We were out within like an hour. Oh, that's not bad at all. No, it was what were the uh, what were the prices uh, for speed pass and everything all together? Um, so. The speed pass total was only sixty bucks a person. That's good. That is a good price. I think so because it's like time to entry, speed pass, and it's sixty. And the regular tickets are all time to entry now, and they were thirty five. Um, so for fifteen extra bucks, it's worth it to me. Um, and then, yeah, they had a couple of new. Uh, Look like a couple of new photo ops, but I wasn't there last year, so I wasn't sure what's changed in the photo ops since last year. But you know, that's always a big pull for people who want to have some cool memorabilia. Hell yeah, memorabilia! But I want to hear about this insanitarium because I had I saw a really big hype video of it, and I was like, What? Because yeah. uh, last time I was at insanitarium, it was a dark carnival. Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, there's like a little bit of a click in your phone. Uh-huh. Not sure what that is. It's not It's not super big. It's just like a weird little kind of glitchy thing that every once in a while clicks. Yeah, I think I'm hearing a little bit of that. Do we need to restart? Uh, yeah, let, why don't we take a commercial break? We'll come back with a sanitarium. Okay, 10 <laughs> I don't, I don't know how to do that button yet. Wait, 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 press button. Working on buttons. Press button. Insert finger. Do you want to see Rotten Reviews live? Come out tonight to Nightmare at 3008 Haunter's Night in Fultondale, Alabama. We'll see you there. Coming this October, as night falls on a quarantine prison somewhere in Vincent, Alabama, vampires have taken over at Hellbilly Hollow, and things will never be the same. Come visit Hellbilly Hollow in Vincent, Alabama. 
you'll have the best night of your life. Yes, we'd love to have you in our neck of the woods. The weight is driving us batty. This year, we've raised the stakes. Join us. Join us. One of Alabama's top-rated haunts. This is the one for you. Hillbilly Hollow Haunted House Attraction in Vincent, Alabama. Open at 7 p.m. every Friday and Saturday in October. Tickets available at the door. Exclusive merchandise. Tasty concessions. Live entertainment. Well-lit bathrooms. For more information, check us out on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and at hillbillyhollow.com. And we will see you there. Join us. And we're back. So, big explosion. Tell us about Insanitarium. Uh, Insanitarium was phenomenal. Uh, Love those guys. Man, we, as we talked about yesterday, is that was one of the sort of the first haunts around here that we haven't seen anything. We haven't been inside we haven't seen behind the scenes we haven't walked through it since they rebuilt it so not, not we were stoked they wouldn't let us but because we wanted to be surprised and it was absolutely amazing hell yeah um so we got out there a little bit early i think when did we get there at 4:45 i believe and we were walking around, watching everybody scurry about, grabbing stuff, and putting a generator upstairs, and watching Joseph try to like slag this generator up the clock tower, and we're running around like uh, just asking everybody, "Is there anything we can do to help?" And of course, like every time we go to a haunt, I don't want to like make them it can't be a big deal about hey what can we do to help you because then we're just adding to their workload but i don't i don't know it's just like it was, there's so much stuff going on at the same time they're like little ants running around building you know hills sorry my brain is kind of fried that welcome to yeah, morning time so we chatted with them for a little bit and then we went back to their parking area so that everybody else that was pulling in trying to figure out what was going on knew that they did not open until seven and they had to wait. <laughs> Hell yeah. Build up that anticipation. It, it's funny because we went from being in uh, downtown Birmingham directing traffic uh, in the middle of the road with zero sleep to being in the parking lot of Insanitarium sort directing of doing the same traffic. thing. <laughs> with little to no sleep. Oh yeah, that's right. You guys had a uh, contrafest. Did you did you guys get the same kind of contrafest, or did you just help out a little bit with them? We just helped out. Like we were so damn tired, dude. We, we did not have time to go. We to the helped set up. We helped set up from about five forty-five to seven, and then they didn't have somebody to stand at a particular gate. So we did that from seven until. About 9.40 when security finally showed up to take over for us. And then we had to hunt through the crowd to find Mambo Baptiste so we could tell her, we need to go nap now. Have fun. <laughs> Honestly, like, they, uh, we set these barricades up. They let me drive around the 
uh, gator thing. And I became a quick expert at setting up tents that I've never done before. And when when we first got there, they were like, does anybody know how to drive a gator? And I was like, fucking, I want to drive a gator. I was like, yeah, I know how to do it. (laughs) So I get in and I'm like, and he started this thing. And the guy's like, oh, you do this and that. And luckily they didn't catch on that I had no idea what I was doing. Um, but they, it, they might know now. Yeah, but, yeah. I, but I did the hell out of it, so that's a thing. And so I went with some other people to start unloading a U-Haul that they had been having to use for storage because they had run out of room for all of the stuff that was needed for Conjurefest. And we had to unload a whole lot of stuff just to get to the tents that we needed to start setting up in the middle of the street before the barricades were up. Wow. And yes, we were setting up tents in the middle of the street. Oh my. <laughs> and it's crazy, man. Everybody was in tents. They were very Why weren't you hit? <laughs> oh no, the whole time we're doing this, if we're walking from one end of the street to the next over and like setting up all this stuff and and propping up these tents, like it was cold. It was still dark. I had my sweater on. And by the time I was done with the first tent, because to begin with, I had to figure out how to set it up by myself to begin with. I did get some help. Uh, But uh, by the time I was done with that, I was like, fuck this sweater. Why did I drag this thing out here? I'm sweating. It's still dark. And uh, when we finished and got all the barricades set up, we Matt were... keeps zipping back and forth past us with this gator. It's like he's at one end of the street, then he's on the next street, just back and forth, back and forth. It was crazy. They gave, like us, yeah, they gave us some like banners to hang out on the barricades. And uh, we went over there to hang those banners up. Next thing we know, they're like, hey, uh, somebody's going to need to uh, stay at this barricade and kind of look make sure nobody comes through here and i was like oh that sounds perfect we can stay in one spot and not be confused aside from not knowing what we're we're actually supposed to tell people and i was like yeah we'll take that job and honestly i'm glad we did because we were able to go live and we're able to watch so many people in birmingham get pissed off at us for not letting them go down the road (laughs) Well, we were also worried because they have told us uh, earlier before we, nobody knew we were going to be put at one of these barricades, but they had told us earlier that there was only one copy of the permit and it needed to stay at the store. So if the police showed up asking for our permit, they might arrest us because we would be like, well, it's back that way, but we're not allowed to let you in. Yep. <laughs> Perfect job. Well, that sounds awesome. I'm glad you but guys got to do that. that. Yeah, glad you guys got to do that. Um, that was a pretty pretty cool live. Uh, way but early in the morning. And yeah, then, and uh, we were super delirious. Yeah, and then we got the uh, uh, well, uh, we had uh, Grimm's live, which was awesome. We talked about that. Uh, Rotten Strips came out yesterday, so that was a big thing. Yes, yes it did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you guys haven't checked that out, that is our our third season of Rotten Strips, uh, it is out and available. Um, and there should be another episode of that tonight. Yes, there should be. Yeah. We we briefly saw a, uh, a we briefly saw a live from you as well, but when we tried to tune into it, it was gone already. Yeah, that's how I like to do it. Get in, get out. Attract zero. Uh, <laughs> Attract zero viewers. 
Um, hell yeah, guys. Well, uh, yesterday was a big day, and, and it is going to be just keep rolling. But let's, uh, all- uh, let me go back and talk a little bit more about Insanitarium now that we're up to that point. Yeah, we kind of distracted ourselves with Conjurefest that we didn't stick around for. <laughs> so, Insanitarium was amazing. Amazing. What they've been able to do in, in such a, a very short, short amount of time blew our minds. It dude. really did. The, um, the details are just awesome. And we don't want to give anything away, but you've got to get out to Insanitarium. But, you know, when we get out there, everybody's like, oh, it's back on. It's back on. We're going to kick your ass. And I'm like, uh, okay, cool. And yeah, they didn't lie. The, every corner I came around, somebody was kicking my ass. Yes. And, okay, so we, uh, uh, several folks showed up to go through with us. So we had one of the largest groups go through when it was all said and done. Uh, and... Uh, everybody behind us was just laughing so hysterically because every corner we went around, somebody's grabbing Matt. Somebody's grabbing Matt and throwing him on the ground. Somebody's grabbing Matt and throwing him over their shoulder. Somebody's grabbing Matt and throwing him into, into a wall. It was hilarious. Hey, we had been warned in the parking lot that this was going to happen. And I tried to protect him, and he was like, no, I'm here for it. I was like, all right, then you're on your own. <laughs> there was one point where I get thrown on a gurney, and the guy starts and saying, chapping me down, and Brandy's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I was like, Brandy, when we came in, we came in with 11 people, and I said, I hope we leave with 10. This is what I wanted. Let me die. So, no. So I said, okay, then, and started leading the group past him. And apparently they took pity on him because of my callousness and let him go. And threw me <laughs> on the ground. Hell yeah. But That's it really awesome. was. I, I was so Im- impressed. And it's not like I didn't know I would be impressed. But they still completely blew my mind. It, it was amazing and wonderful. And I cannot... I cannot say enough. Go to Sanitarium. Yes. Yeah, and uh, out there we had. Uh, uh, you're gonna have to help me with names. So we had Raymond and Kendra Raymond with us. Raymond and Kendra, who have recently started doing articles uh, for Scurry Face. We had James Wyatt and Stephanie. And James Wyatt used to be a part of the Haunt Crew reviews, but they've disbanded that, and now he is going to be working a lot more with us and doing reviews of haunts that we can't get to because he's on the other side of town. We had Crystal from the Trustville Tribune and her man, Matt. And a couple of their friends. And it was cool because the Trustville Tribune came out to uh, do an interview and uh, with uh, Justin and kind of get an article up. And it turns out that the young lady that was from the Trustville Tribune actually wrote the first article when Insanitarium first opened in Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. That's badass. So, yeah, it was super fun. We cannot suggest the Insanitarium enough. They are fucking killing it. Uh, right now, Pam from Hellbilly Hollow is bitching at me. He's like, why aren't you asleep, Grim? I told him we're doing podcast. He said, horse shit, go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not wrong. <laughs> yes, he is not wrong. This podcast is a horseshit. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, we thank you, loyal listeners, for continuing to tune in. <coughs> um, cool. Well, anything else we need to mention in the news before we jump into our next section? Uh, uh, guys, go to Rotten Reviews Facebook. Uh, scroll through there. Check out some of the uh, the recordings of the lives. Uh, check out definitely check out Rotten Strips uh, episode one, and uh, and listen to this podcast. Oh, oh, I wanted to tell you one more thing. I completely forgot. Crystal at Hellbilly Hollow dressed up as a hobo out there, a Hellbilly hobo, and she ate uh, different food out of the trash can. She had, like, nachos and different things. It was pretty funny. That's awesome. Yes. Way to go, Crystal. I never seen her do anything like that. That, That's really fun to see. Yeah, she was committed. It's so neat to see stuff like that, too. Uh, Like, I was just thinking about how in sanitarium, this was a haunt in a school, and now they their like cuffs are off. They they have no no one to be accountable to. They could do yep. It just it, they can truly be insane. And and, I'm and I'll tell you the thing about in sanitarium that really stands out to me is like all those cats out there know who we are. We've talked to them multiple times, interacted with them. Not one fucking character, not one, ever broke character around us. Oh wow. Not- I love that. Love that. Hell yeah. All right, guys. Uh, we're going to take a, a quick little commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about the Wendigo. Oh, Wendigo. Mm. Okay. Why? So, uh, give us a quick break. We'll be right back. I don't know where the button Don't go that way, man. You know who's back there? It's that serial killer from that movie! What? Why are they here? I thought they were supposed to be chasing the kids at summer camp or invading the nightmares of the kids on that one street. Well, they're all here. Brought in to fight off the mutant chickens, and now it's a horror free-for-all! Oh. Where do I buy tickets? The Haunted Chicken House in Heflin is the largest tourist attraction in East Alabama. Open every weekend in October. Tickets are $15 per attraction, two for $25, and three for $40. Ride the hayride of horrors. Visit the Haunted Chicken House. Defy death in the infamous crazy train. For more information, check us out on Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and thehauntedchickenhouse.com. And we'll see you there. All right, okay. <laughs> I didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah. Hey, hey, guys. Hey, guys. We're back. Oh, we're back. Hey, oh, hey. shit. This phone's on. Who did that? Hello. Oh, God. Where did you join us? Jesus. What? We're right. sitting here talking about number. Yeah, oh, numbers. Y'all were talking about numbers? Numbers. I said number. Just one. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's how many viewers we have. This one. Yeah, numbers plus S. That is five. Numbers Wait. plus S. Numbers. I don't, I don't think it's true anymore that I'm the only listener. That's true. Brandy I mean, has we have people listening. that tell us they listen. Yeah, Brandy stopped listening. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a true story. So yeah. Well, uh, we want to talk about that. We realized over the commercial break that 
come in and he's like, hey, here's a topic you guys have never done before. Y'all do this one. And I was like, oh, that sounds awesome. And then I, doing my due diligence, just realized we've done it before. You're it a piece no- of shit. Yeah, it is the notorious Winnebago. Yes, the Wampus Cafe. What did you say? No, did he just say Winnebago? <laughs> I didn't look that up. I, wanna... I fucking love bagels. I, I, God damn it! I was just about to make that joke. <laughs> I want to win a bagel. <laughs> okay, guys. So today's competition is win a bagel. Yeah. <laughs> well, Grim and I have decided we'd rather talk about breakfast. Let's so we're going to go do that. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> we can do All right, breakfast. All right. I, I, I'd like to ask an, uh, a question of the audience, and you guys can just raise your hand, and I'll pick you at random. No, you can't buy a vowel. Can anybody describe to me the least breakfast food you could possibly mention at any point in time in history or space? Yes, you in the back. Is it avocado toast? Yes, that's correct. That is the least breakfast thing in the no, fucking world. That, you, are, you are absolutely wrong on that. I would say broccoli all day. Well, I didn't pick you, so sit down, and sir. And cakes. What? The most mentioned breakfast food in the world. Would that be bacon? Yes, bacon. <laughs> Let's go fucking Cheerios, sure. We're not fucking Cheerios. Oh, my God. The weirdest breakfast food is fucking Cheerios. Windows. <laughs> or Winnebago's. Now, you guys are probably wondering, what are the rotten crew talking about all this eating? Well, it all ties into the Wendigo, who is notorious for having a desire for eating. That's not, I didn't eating see that in any of my research. Eating they eating want breakfast. to eat avocado toast. A lot of people don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Scott, it's not funny, Max. Shut up. Once you eat of the flesh of the avocado, you gain its spirit. <laughs> All yes. of the memories yes, of the avocado are now inside of me. Yes! I've got the avocado dream. I have a hard outer shell in a green mushy middle. I can relate because I too have a great pit of worthlessness in my insides. <laughs> well, it is it is actually kind of funny that you say that because the Wendigo uh, was actually known by a few different names: Wendigo, Wetigo, Wetiko, and Weetigo. Might be a relative of Scott here. I'm not oh. sure. Uh, but each of them roughly translates to the evil spirit that devours mankind. There's a there's a couple other names <laughs> so it is I about see evil. here. Uh, they've also referred to him as the avocado toasto. No. <laughs> it also another word for the Wendigo is the manaha. Oh yes. Wait, are you word. trying to say manamana? Manamana. I'm getting pissed. <laughs> Phenomena. I don't like it. Phenomena. <laughs> I'm leaving. Go, go, go. <laughs> hey, where that wheat to go? go. I will rip your nipple off. <laughs> it's a wheat to go. So we are, guys, we need to take this seriously. We are talking about the where Grim go. And uh, <laughs> it's the Grimmy Grim go. No. <laughs>
God, I remember when Digo was really close to your heart because of like what like what Brandy's saying here. A is week ago, you're you're Scott a wee, and I was thinking that a wee was short for a wee indigo. It is, it is, <laughs> uh, it is actually short one windigo, so I don't have one. <laughs> um, uh, we've covered this topic before. There's a lot of really great. Uh, films out there that deal with the Wendigo and uh, of those uh, probably Ravenous is going to be one of my favorite films that covers this. I agree. I believe we talked about that in the last episode also but Ravenous is a, a well put together <laughs> depiction of what Wendigo is. Yeah so um, and there's so many different aspects that you can look at the Wendigo and, and different ways that you can approach it. There is like the skinned deer head, uh, antlered, like tall demon. There is Wendigo that are more, or like Wendigo stories that make it more like Sasquatch or Yeti-like. Uh, hey, but then, I'm sorry. There's something, there's something that I thought about when it comes to movies about Wendigos. Uh, there was just recently this year a phenomenal movie about the Wendigo. I can't remember what the name of it was, but it it's it's honestly the idea of it and the setting of it was honestly a little bit better than the idea of Ravenous. Um, well, I mean that doesn't give us a lot of information. <laughs> I can't remember what the name of it was, but it had. Um... Well, I, I, I mean, like, it, you know, hopefully you'll, you'll think of it soon. But uh, the, you know, Ravenous is, is, like I said, there's so many different ways to approach this idea or think about this idea. And, and that would be another one. I, I would be really excited to see someone else take that idea and run with it and do something really fun with it. And the, when they finally show the Wendigo, it is literally the ripped apart half deer, mm -hmm. half chunky meat. Dude, it was intense, dude. I wish I could remember the name of this fucking film. Not, it, it, looked, it looked almost nothing like avocado toast. Yes, correct. Oh, my fucking God. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. But the, the the movie itself was sold in the trailers. It was like a kid that was going to school and he had a locked door in his house where he would like open the door and feed it meat. Oh, uh, kind of a fucked up Harry the Henderson. Yes. Because okay, it was guys, like well look, we're not gonna tell you what the title of this film is. A because we don't know, but we will know. But if you we're gonna put this post in community and if you know what the title of this this film is the first person who can name it correctly will give a shout out on tomorrow's episode. Ta-da! Yay! And that's how you win a bagel. But again, that's <laughs> if we fuck? remember that we said we would do this. It was called Antlers. Oh, never mind. We're not going to do that at all. Ah, I ruined it. I get, a, I get an avocado toast. You got a yeah. bagel. You would not eat it. Do you, did you see the movie Antlers? I didn't. Was, I, that, uh, was that Joe Hill? Uh, I don't remember. Is that the guy that kind of looks like the uh, fatter version of Matt Damon? No, I meant the the writer of the. Oh, oh I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, Daniel Radcliffe. No, that's no horns. Horns, yes. Okay. 
Cool. No, Antlers is about, it's a small town, and I believe like in Minnesota or something, and there's a kid who, uh, his family seems normal, and then the shit starts happening because they're getting poor and there's nothing to eat, and he starts going to school, and everybody's like, well, you know, what? where is your family at? And it turns out like his dad is locked in the attic because he tells him to keep him locked up there, and he keeps bringing him like... Uh, different animals to eat and his brothers with him. I don't know. It is good fucking movie. Good fucking movie. Hell yeah. But uh, you know, I go ahead. Well I was just gonna say um I like how you compared it to Ravenous because according to the like original legends of a Wendigo, a Wendigo is created whenever a human resorts to cannibalism to survive. And in the past, this occurred more often when Indians and settlers found themselves stranded in the bitter snows and ice of the North Woods. And sometimes they would be stranded for days and any survivors might have felt compelled to cannibalize the dead who survived. And other versions of the legend cite that humans who displayed extreme greed, gluttony and excess might also be possessed by a Wendigo. And so those stories kind of served as a method of encouraging cooperation and moderation amongst early settlers. Something else you might not know about a Wendigo is they can turn into a level five hurricane. It's true. <laughs> wow. Here you go. What, what would Didn't be know. the criteria for that? That wind did go. What's up? Uh, if a Wendigo eats avocado toast, apparently it turns Shut into a potato. Up. Oh my god, a potato? A potato. I kind of like the idea of the fact that, like, uh, Bogart's people's <laughs> and, and, like, Wendigo, uh, in, in certain parts of this, they're like you're not possessed by the spirit of it, you, you become it. So, like, it's the creation. Like, you can become. Uh, this thing in the same way that you can become a werewolf. Um, that's a, that's a really neat idea, and and I think a lot of the the supernatural components of a lot of that was that mentoring was that hey you know this is a uh, what is it the tragic tale or the what do they call that when it's um yeah I know what you're talking about story it's a uh, it's not a warning story. What? But it, it's kind of like the same way we talk about certain things from olden days being added into, like, say, things like the Bible. When they said don't eat pork, it was an unclean animal. Yeah. Well, that was about the idea that you could get, like, all these different diseases if you didn't cook it right. So they just said, hey, let's make this big story up about it. So everybody just leaves it alone and we don't get people dying from it. That the Wendigo was actually a story started going, hey, don't eat your fellow dude. Yeah. And um, there's a story that says there's only one way to kill a Wendigo. And uh, once you wound it, you take its heart and shatter it, lock it into a box, and then bury it in a cemetery, in a church cemetery. And that's how you kill it. Oh, wow. And I'm, there I'm... are parts of that in the movie Antler. That's all. I, I, I wasn't familiar with the way that you destroy a Wendigo. I was not either. I think I think for me, like normally the stories of Wendigo are, are like um, 
someone else gets it. Like it just uh, it, it follows, or it's like a you know what I mean. Like it's yeah. that sort of thing. It. What do you mean? It follows. Uh, it's uh, he's uh, referencing the movie It Follows. That it, it's a disease that goes from one person to the next person to the next. Well, it's person. not like a virus. It's not a zombie. Yeah, it's true. Well, but there is there is a. Uh, psychosis, and there's been documented cases for several hundred years now called Wendigo psychosis, uh, where um, people start suffering from the fear of becoming a cannibal or becoming a Wendigo. Yeah. Um, yes, and it, it, the initial symptoms are poor appetite, nausea, and vomiting. But then the individual develops a delusion of being transformed into a Wendigo monster. And they increasingly see others around them as being edible, but also have an exaggerated fear of becoming cannibals. And they start, uh, like, to begin with, they were treated as if they were possessed. Um, but the people like begin to threaten those around them, act violently and antisocially. And in the 1600s, when someone started displaying these symptoms, they typically were immediately executed. Oh, shit. stop moving. Okay. But, like there's a, there's one case from like the late 1870s, um, where, uh, it was like a large family that was starving and they were off by themselves. Um, but like the eldest son was the first to die of starvation, but then the father starts succumbing to this Wendigo psychosis after his son dies. I heard also that you can kill a Wendigo with fire, but that's only in a very weakened state. And even if you kill it, the spirit has to go somewhere else. Like it, it remains behind. And I think, uh, I think its heart is surrounded by a layer of ice, so to speak. It's some, it's some kind of traditional story like that. I don't know. Well, that would, that would, uh, that would, when you were talking earlier about shattering the heart, that would make sense if there was like an ice around its heart. Because like, yeah. the heart would just, you try to shatter it and you just, it'd go. Yeah, it would just splatter. It would just, just go, fart. Yeah, it would just, it's basically hearts are whoopee cushions for the soul. The telltale heart fart. Heart fart. Okay, guys. Well, uh, I'm going to wrap up this section. Uh, I would love to talk more about it just uh, pressed for time this morning um anything else you guys wanted to mention about it uh no uh i'd like you to be possessed with a wendigo that makes you not fidget and sit still uh, I would the love wendigo that to case too. is said to invoke feelings of insatiable greed and hunger the desire to cannibalize other humans as well as the propensity to commit murder and those that fall under its influence fuck you matt well, I, so saith the Lord. <laughs> only other thing I wanted to mention is that to this day, the places with the most reported recent sightings of uh, Wendigos is typically in northern Minnesota and all over different parts of Canada. Hell yeah. Canada. Yeah, I've heard a lot. It's a little more, more northeast, but uh, Tennessee, I, I guess I hadn't heard as much about that. 
But there's some strange things up in the Appalachians. Yes, sir. Who said Tennessee? I didn't say Tennessee. I said Minnesota. I heard Tennessee. <laughs> I think a Wendigo could slaughter a werewolf. Oh, for sure. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, well, I got to run. Uh, as always, stay rotten. Stay, stay rotten. rotten. Stay rotten. <laughs>